listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. I'm going to have my bonus best bet on the Cincy Vegas, Las Vegas Raider game. Set it up and we'll go. Yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. That is the first game on the board this week, RJ. The Raiders currently plus five, the total 48 and a half. Okay, did it really take you 14 seconds to get the line on that as you dragged it out like that? I apologize. <laughs> it was like you were going. And we have, uh, you know, footballs played with a, a ball that's not round. And I think they're going to do that in this one. And it, oh, yes, it's five. It's all, five. all the games were on one of my sheets, and then that one was on a second, a second yeah. sheet. Yeah. So. All right. You, you know, <laughs> rotation order, baby. Okay. Here's what we got here. This is one of the most interesting games. One of the most interesting. I, I say. I've seen in the playoffs in years, and here's why. I could make a case for about five minutes why you should bet Cincy, and then I could make a case for about five minutes why you should bet the Raiders. So let's start, not five minutes, but let's start on Cincy. One, you could look at the results recently and say they're as hot as any team in the NFL. You toss out the last week when they didn't play their starters, and you say this is a team that beat Kansas City. Uh, with a lot at stake. Kansas City lost the number one seed by losing that game a couple weeks ago. Uh, And they came back, Cincinnati, from a deficit. So you're beating the team that's been uh, conference championship losers, Kansas City, a couple years or three years ago. Then they made the Super Bowl and won it. Then they made the Super Bowl and lost it. So that means they've literally been uh, two, one, three wins away from winning three straight Super Bowls. That's That's how far Kansas City has advanced, how good they've been. And in a must-win game for the only buy that Kansas City was in control of, they lost. And then you add in the way that Cincinnati's played. If, it, if you look at the Baltimore blowout, uh, you look at the Baltimore blowout before that, you look at the domination of the Steelers. I mean, it's like in both games, it's like, wow, this team's good, right? And now you got the Raiders who – Got, let's be candid, lucky to make the playoffs. Now, it was a gutsy game, and give them a ton of credit. But in games in which that were decided by less than a touchdown, six points or less, the tight games, the Raiders are 7-1. Seven and one. Seven winners, one loser in tight games. In the other games decided by a touchdown or more, the Raiders are 3-6. and six. <laughs> So if you assume with a coin flip, And tight games generally are a coin flip. And people will say, no, 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 Russell Wilson, he's the type that's going to really win a close game. Or so-and-so, Burrow's going to win a close. History says no. It just isn't the case that typically those games are coin flips. They've been outscored on the season, the Raiders, by 65 points. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Outta Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. 
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you look at it and you say, wow, that all points to Cincinnati. Look how good Cincy's been. Look how bad the Raiders have been. And by the way, the last four wins the Raiders have had, AJ, a combined 12 points. Not per game, combined. Total. Yeah, so they've been good in tough spots, but in, in close spots, but that doesn't tend to predict the future very well. All right, now, there's another thing here that makes you think, Maybe it's maybe it's not the Raiders being so bad. Maybe the Raiders have an edge here. Now, the last thing that was against the Raiders is obviously the Sunday night to the first game on Saturday. Um, I mean, effectively, that's about two days less rest. Uh, and then you count the way they celebrated after that first victory. It was like they won the or not the first victory, but the victory before making the playoffs. And it was like. On that Sunday night game, it was like, wow, it looks like they won the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have celebrated, but I'm saying, what does that mean for now you have to travel all the way across the country and play an early game a day early? An early game a day early after you played the last game of the season, Sunday night. All pointing to Cincy. Here's why I don't like Cincy. One is the Raiders D-line is it's probably the best position group on the team, offense or defense. But it's certainly the strength of their defense. And Cincinnati's O-line is bad. And ever since they lost Riley Reef, uh, one of their best linemen, it's been worse. And it's been amazing that Burrow's done what he's done with his bad O-line. But it's even more of a problem when it's against a team that doesn't blitz. Now, that's a key point here. If you look at the games against blitzing teams that Cincy played, and you're not hearing this one anywhere else. This is really important, and I have not heard this anywhere. Uh, Against blitzing teams, Cincinnati's done exceptionally well. Burrow's been so good against the blitz. Why? Because he's a fast processor. What he does is he can look at the field and quickly know where to go with the ball. It's just one of his greatest strengths because it's not his arm strength. It's not what else could it be? He's not a physical marvel, but he's a great, or I say borderline now, great quarterback. It's been against the blitzing teams. Baltimore, blitzing team. Pittsburgh, blitzing team. And then Kansas City, blitzing team. They played them once. In those five games, They've been outstanding in those games. And by the way, we tossed out week 18 because it doesn't count because they didn't play their starters. In those games, it's gone over four out of five. And they've scored 14 more points per game than was projected by the Vegas line. So literally, they're scoring Cincinnati two touchdowns more per game than expected in the five games against blitzing teams. Against the other games... Against the other teams that don't blitz that much, they're 4-7 and seven under the total, 
and they've scored well the Q, they've scored actually 15 less points per game. So against those blitzing teams, they average 39 points a game. Against the non-blitzing teams, 24. Now, some of these teams blitz, but it's not like it's in their blood. It's not like the key. You know who blitzed the less, the least amount in the entire NFL? The, the Raiders. Raiders. Yep. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So it's really a setup. Now, if you look at the first game, since he actually scored okay, but there was turnovers and fluky scores, they didn't really do great yardage-wise. The underlying stats in that game were saying, boy, the Bengals had a below-average offensive game. The scoring looks fine, but that's deceiving. So, And that helps us here get value on the under. And that is my bonus best bet. And uh, if you could, AJ, look up the or, or check on the screen and get me the most updated number. 48 and a half, most updated number. Okay. Now, if you were doing this, it'd be 50, right? But I'm going to go 48 and a half <laughs> on the under. And it really is about the fact that the Raiders, though on a short week, and it's important to say the Raiders have – taking serious money this week. This has been the biggest move of any of the games has been on the Raiders. And to me, it didn't make sense, and that made me dig way in because the short week, the travel, I was thinking, man, it's going to be a Cincy blowout. And then when I saw the move this week, I said, well, there's something happening here. And it makes a ton of sense to me that the match – and if you actually look at Joe Burrow in the games against the non-blitzing teams, his QBR is – 46. Now, listen, this is 11 games. 46 is like significantly below average. 52 is the average in QBR. So, because it's 1 to 100, like a percentage, but because passers have gotten better since they invented QBR, it's kind of drifted up. The average is a little above 50. 46. This is a guy that some people say should be MVP, and I'm not sure that's wrong when you add it all up, but when you have five games that you have a QBR of 77, which would lead the league and not, it wouldn't even be close. No one has a QBR on the season of all games over 70 this year. So he's 77, and that's against really good teams. I mean, I mean, Baltimore, you can debate how good, but earlier in the year they were certainly good. Against Baltimore, Pittsburgh's a playoff team, and against Kansas City, probably the best team in the AFC. So to have a QBR of 77 against those teams – and a QBR of 46 against lesser teams, it's got to be scheme. And we're talking 11 games against those lesser teams. The under, I think, is a really strong play. 